Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Monday and to the Little Black Couch. I felt like I needed to go, this is not my typical live time, but I felt like I needed to go live earlier rather than later because the day is stacking up to be a crazy one and I would just miss you too much if I didn't get this done. So let's, uh, let's roll this rock. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me. Um, unbeknownst to you folks, as you were listening to that, uh, to the intros that my father came in and had made some modifications to a document we've been working on. So um, that's just behind the scenes stuff. You don't have to worry about that. Um, part of the crazy schedule that I was talking about that's going to uh, occur today. We've got a lot going on. Had an attorney in here last week about some stuff. And anyway, we're going to jump back into that. But as far as the little black couch goes, and as far as the message for today, I first wanted to bring in and welcome. I've been thinking about it and talking about it. And we try, we've been trying to come up with, you know, the, the group that's kind of in this thing. And, and um, obviously, I've been bringing Buddy into this since he is the star, the star of the show. And we're trying to come up with, you know, should it be like, um, you know, the couch gang, nah, that's probably not really it. Um, you know, the couchettes, which is obviously quite sexist, so that probably wouldn't work. It's not very PC. Um, so we, we, you know, the, the, the entrepreneurs of the couch, ah, you know, that just makes us sound lazy. So yeah, we couldn't really come up with a whole lot, but the thing that seemed to work out kind of best for us, and some of you will know where this comes from, as we were going to go with uh, Couchites. So we'll try that. We're gonna go with Couchites. So I'd like to welcome all the Couchites here. And um, you know, we've got Couch Hackers. That just sounds like somebody that destroys couches. So yeah, Couchites just kind of seemed like the least offensive and the most appropriate because we're just a group of folks that um, are interested in entrepreneurship, as is our hero, Buddy the Couch. So I wanted to bring him in first to get going with the show. And so, uh, yeah, dude, come on. So he's apparently crowned himself king now of the, the Couchites. Dude, that is so bad. So, so bad. So anyway, thanks, Buddy. Oh, look, my shoe's there. Um, yeah, a lot of you don't know, I'm a little like Mr. Rogers. When I come into the office, I remove the shoes that I'm wearing and I put on, I've got socks on, I put on Birkenstocks. So I, I literally walk around all day in socks and Birkenstocks and it doesn't matter what time of the year or anything. It's just, it's comfortable for me and that's the way to sort of get into work mode. Everybody who's ever been successful works in Birkenstocks. So that's a little, um, actually what I should probably do with that one is, that's a little life hack. So everybody who's been successful in life has worn Birkenstocks. Take it for what it's worth. 
So there you go. All right. Well, today I wanted to get on one. I'm very excited that part six of Raising an Entrepreneur is has been published. It's out on the podcast. It's live right now. So that was, uh, I had the whole weekend to kind of go over and think about it. I did, I went through it on Saturday and got it all ready to go and thought, you know what? It's too late. I don't really want to get into this. And then if I don't, it'll give me the whole weekend to go through it. And I'm glad I did. A lot came up, as I mentioned on, on Saturday, that I had this opportunity to speak with a youth group about um, agency and um, taking responsibility, um, accountability, if you will. And it was, a cool, it was a cool opportunity to discuss just kind of the importance of that. All of us have this. That's what's so cool about living today is we have this opportunity to choose to become entrepreneurs. And really, I mean, there's some things that will stop us, but, but nobody's going to prevent us from doing that. You know, it's usually situational, situ, situational items that will slow us down or stop us. We don't have enough money, time, we don't have enough education, smarts, whatever. There's all of those types of things that can shut us down. But if we can get past that and say, we're going to do this thing anyway, we can go for it. So we have that agency, that opportunity to go and go for it. But then there's this whole thing of accountability. And that kind of got me thinking too, there are a lot of things that we do as uh, entrepreneurs that if we're not careful, uh, we need to at least go in with our eyes wide open and be accountable to the fact that there's certain things that are going to have to get done. And whether we like it or not, that's, those are consequences that we can't necessarily control. And so I started to think about the history of entrepreneurship and what I've done over the years and all the different... Um, I, 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 don't want say, I wouldn't say talents, but all the different opportunities I've had to sort of delve into different areas of, of business has been really fascinating. So just to name it through, I, I threw together this little thing with the help of, of Buddy to kind of the many hats you can see is what we call this thing. It's sort of the many hats of entrepreneurship. And this is just a small list. I mean, this isn't even, you know, the, the, the big, huge list. Um, so you've got... Obviously, CEO, because you're running your own show. Uh, president, the day-to-day -day activities and controlling all of those. Um, the CEO sort of handles, you know, the big, the big vision. The president is kind of more involved in the day-to-day. -day. You've got human resource. I've had to hire people and train people. And then when they're doing things inappropriate, you've had to step in and sort of um, make sure that that's stopped. Um, the, the chief technical officer had to go out and... Uh, either develop software or web pages or whatever, but figure out which, you know, email software we're going to use, all of that. Sales had to get in. What's our sales message? What's that going to be? And, and originally we didn't have any salespeople. And so we had to do the sales ourselves. And we had to figure out what was the best way to get in front of the people that could make those decisions. So you have to become a salesperson typically. Uh, customer service, which is, as you go through wearing these different hats, you, you start realizing that some of them fit and some of them, some of them really don't. And customer service is one that I'm super good with clients. I mean, just naturally, I was super good with clients. Hi, Janie. I was super good with clients when they were happy. But when, when the clients were unhappy, that made me very uncomfortable because it, was, it felt like a personal attack. It was my company. I created it. I launched it. I started it my ideas, all that. And so when they were unhappy with the service or the product, that became a very personal thing to me. And that was one of the, um, 
That was a difficult thing for me, actually. And I, I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily good at it, but I'm better at it than I used to be. And one of the tricks to, and again, we're going to make this sort of a, this is going to be a life hack, right, where we get real. Um, one of the tricks of being a really good customer service person is one sort of getting out of, it's really what the customer wants, and that does matter. Um, I'm not one that believes that the customer is necessarily always right, but there's nothing wrong with making them feel like they're always right. And there is a difference there. Um, so the way to do that, honestly, to make it as simple as possible, is to say you're sorry. And just to acknowledge that they're uncomfortable. There is nothing, there is something that is so powerful about when somebody's calling in and is negative that you listen to them and that you literally tell them and genuinely tell them that you're sorry. Uh, that they're uncomfortable, you're sorry that they've had a hard time. And that is really something that calms people down. And as soon as they realize that you do care, and you really should because it's your business, and you just want to solve the problem for them, then they sort of buy in, right? And the anger and the angst goes away. They're so used to being told that it's, you know, the blame game is brutal in customer service. And so if you can take accountability and say, hey, for whatever reason, you may have put out the best product. But to say you're sorry, even if you think you're right, because you can be sorry that they're upset. You can be sorry that maybe they didn't get enough training. You can be sorry that maybe they don't have the expertise to use your product and service the way it, it was designed to be used. Um, but that will put them off and then you can work together to solve the problem. Um, now, this is going to a little more personal side. This has nothing to do with necessarily entrepreneurship. It does in a way, but home life is important too to keep the peace there. So I know that all of us here as entrepreneurs are very competitive people and you kind of have to be in this space and we like to win, right? We like to come out on top. So let me put forth a challenge that's going to help with you, especially those of you that are uh, newly married or thinking to be so soon enough, that get it in your mind that it is always a race to say you're sorry to your significant other, right? You always want to say it first. And believe me, there is always reason to say you're sorry. You have screwed up somewhere along the line and made a colossal mistake somewhere in it. So even if you think you're right, say you're sorry and mean it. And if you have to come up with something you can feel sorry about, I, I don't know what it is. If you've been dishonest two weeks ago, if you uh, bought a TV at full price, but you told your wife you got it 20% off, there's something you have to be sorry for, right? So say you're sorry just as quick as possible. And that puts the situation in one where you can actually have a discussion and roll the thing back up. Because folks, we got to save this space in here, this gray matter, for the things that really matter outside. And, and being in a big fight with your spouse and having problems at home isn't good for that. So take accountability that somewhere along the line, you made a mistake, say you're sorry, get, get them to a better place where you can have a discussion and put that thing behind you as quick as possible. Angst at home uh, stinketh, really does. Okay, we're back. Well, I guess we, let's, go back to the, let's go back to the hats, right? Because we didn't finish those up. So Buddy's there holding the hats for us, and I appreciate that very much. So customer service, that's one where if we can get to a point where we can understand them and say that we understand, uh, that we can get something done. Uh, CFO, this is a hat that does not fit me. I hate all things money. I don't like paying Bills, taxes, um, I don't like buying paper, I don't like any of it. Paper towels, toilet paper, none of it. I don't like any of it. 
Um, so this is one where you find the hats that don't fit and those are the ones that you want to delegate as quickly as possible um, when, when it, you're apt to do so. I've had to learn how to be a CF, CFO. I, I've had to learn how, I actually took finance in graduate school. That was my focus because I knew I was so bad at it and didn't like it. I felt like I better learn it. Uh, marketing, marketing is something that's super fun for me. I love marketing. You may like it as well. I love being able to develop something and then tell everybody why they should think it's awesome, right? And most of the folks, if you're doing this right, already do think it's awesome. So you're just, you're just preaching to the choir, which is totally fun. Sometimes you have to be a QC person, which means you get it out there and you, you have to try and use it yourself. You, and I think that it's so important as entrepreneurs this is kind of a big one, so I'm gonna come in. So it's kind of important as entrepreneurs to believe in your product, so actually use it. Test it out. You should be the one that finds the bugs. You can put that off and have other people do it, but man, use your product and get to love it and like it and jump in there. Um, because if you can, selling it's easy. Marketing it is easy. So make sure you use your own stuff. It's important to do that. Okay, what other hats are there to wrap this up? So that was QC, uh, quality control, use it, make sure you use it. And then there's, dude, okay, that was supposed to be a coach, uh, but Buddy there changed it to couch. Nice, Buddy. So coach, obviously it's your, it's your idea, it's your focus, it's your service, it's your product, you're using it, you love it. And now you've got to make sure that everybody around you who is either working with you or uh, for you or your vendors or those that you're selling it to, you gotta be a coach. You gotta let them know, hey, this is how it works. And I will say th there's something too about being, um, you, you gotta be a counselor. That wasn't a hat that was on there, uh, but you, sometimes you gotta be a counselor and you have to be compassionate and kind to not only the customers that are calling you in from a customer support, but there's gonna be employees and people that need you to be real and need you to be compassionate um, because life happens and it's not always easy. And it's, there is an amazing amount of loyalty that comes from your employees when you treat them like you wanna be treated, the golden rule, like you treat them um, that they're important to you and then back that up with actions. That's the best way to go. That's a super cool way to do it for sure. Um, but anyway, I had a, such a great time over the weekend talking to the young people about this. We had a wonderful discussion. It is amazing how much you can learn from one another. And it was amazing to me how much they appreciated being accountable, how much they wanted to learn more about being accountable. And I was very encouraged about the generation coming behind for sure. It's a good bunch. It's a good bunch of uh, kids, and I love I love working with them. It's been it's been really a, a highlight of my life, for sure. As far as working with all of you, entrepreneurship is exactly what you want it to be, and you get to go out there and do exactly what you want to do. Just make sure that it is exactly what you want to do, because your passion and your drive and all that comes from deep down, and it has to to get through all the obstacles and the challenges of being an entrepreneur. This life, if you're not totally into it, 100% will beat you down. Um, this life is not always easy. All the hats there are very confusing. They're not all easy to learn. It's, it's a lot easier to go out there and, and take a job that has a very, um, a very definite and specific set of tasks that need to be done every day. I mean, you are, 
uh, the Avengers. I mean, you're out there doing stuff that nobody else is willing to do, and yet problems aren't going to get solved unless somebody steps up and takes that responsibility. So I applaud all of you for making this step into entrepreneurship. Uh, we're obviously in it together, and um, a lot of what's coming up in the next few weeks will be talking about that, about how to address and overcome and be honest with yourself and work through some of these obstacles. And it's gonna be exciting. I'm looking forward to wrapping up Raising an Entrepreneur, that series. It's taken a lot of time and effort and then focusing more of my effort on this part of it, of us, the day-to-day -day and, and doing it together and, and creating this, uh, this movement on entrepreneurship in a very real sense in the front lines and seeing it all real and exposed and open and not sugarcoating any of the difficulties or whatever. And it's cool to be at a point in life where I, I used to feel like I needed to hide. I used to feel like that everybody needed to see that things were going well. Um, that, you know, to my you know, mother-in-law and, and Carol's side of the family, that they needed to see that I was always super successful and I was taking good care of their daughter and sister and, um, and I've always tried to do that, but it's not always easy when you're an entrepreneur with all the balls in the air, trying to keep them all up or herding cats or whatever the analogy that best suits what we do. Um, but you cannot, you cannot enjoy life more um, when you're, than when you're an entrepreneur because there is just so much going out. There's so much going on that you have to be involved in and there, all your talents have to be tapped into. You are, <clears throat> you are utilizing every possible thing you've got inside you to try to solve problems and get better. And I'm telling you, that is how you suck the marrow out of life, is making sure that everything that you've got is being laid out there. And it doesn't matter how good it is or how bad it is. It doesn't matter how developed it is. The fact that we're willing to just shove it out there and do the best we can in so many different areas with so many different hats makes life, makes the journey part, makes the journey joyful. Um, going home exhausted mentally and physically from trying to do things uh, better and trying to learn more things and trying to get better is, it's what life should be about. And I think sadly those that don't choose entrepreneurship miss out on a lot of that. And yeah, it's hard and all of that, but isn't life supposed to be hard? I mean, isn't overcoming the challenges, isn't, isn't it trying to become better that makes life worth living? And I think you'll learn that it is. And um, sounds like the weed eater's running. I would hate to do that all day, right? Weed eat all day, every day? Woo, no thanks, folks. Anyway, you're in the right spot. Entrepreneurship is the coolest way to go. Glad you're here with me. Until next time, this is Aaron Stewart from The Little Black Couch. Um, saying thanks. You are the best. Entrepreneurs change the world. Until next time, we'll see ya.